Welcome to the Life Pro Podcast, where today I have the pleasure of having Alakai Simone, who is an author and life coach. Today, we're going to be talking about a five-year plan. Um, but before we get into the topic, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. I'm always, you know, it's a joy to bring this subject to people. I feel like it's a perfect time. We're here in December, getting into January. Let's talk a little bit about making plans. <laughs> yeah, a lot of New Year's resolutions coming up. So I think that this will be fruitful for anybody listening to help us kind of plan these things in life. Um, before we get into the topic, why don't you give us a little background on yourself, a little quick glimpse into, you know, your journey in life and what kind of led you to 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 here? Absolutely. Well, as you said, so I'm Alakai Simone. I am a musician, artist mindset. I grew up being, you know, involved in the arts and I was also very into the sciences and I grew up into becoming an aerospace engineer. And those two core, you know, sides are kind of the story of my journey. Someone who is really driven in two very different worlds and have big dreams. So I ended up, you know, studying aerospace engineering and working in the aerospace industry for, you know, over 10 years, which fed my ability to figure out how to make complicated plans and, you know, go through, you know, difficult situations. And all of that came to being someone that wanted to do so much with my life, but not really knowing how to get there, right? You know, spiraling right. through, you know, what what do I do? How do I get there? Am right. I doing the right thing? What's the purpose? And we all go through that in different ways and, and feelings. And so that's kind of been my journey is carrying two very different pieces, both science and arts, and wanting to accomplish dreams, eventually leaving aerospace and writing a book about this summit method that I've developed over the last 10 years to help me get through the spirals of life and figure out how to plan in a way that was holistic and worked for me, not like a business, <laughs> you know, but right. as a person, how we get through life. Yeah. So, you know, the concept of planning, like, uh, you know, there's, there's many different types of people in the world. There's people that kind of live day to day. And then there's people that really like, really like to plan out their future and every move, you know, kind of like, you know, like chess, like just making one move and understanding where you need to kind of get to. Why is it important for all of us to kind of plan for the future, whether it's a one-year plan, two-year, three-year, five-year plan? Why is that important? Sure. Absolutely. And I can resonate. I've, uh, I'm definitely the detailed planner person, but I also have a side of me that just completely goes with the flow, which is why I feel like I've, you know, I've, I thought about all the different types of people out there who are trying to decide if a five-year plan is for them. Well, I have the answer. It is because a dream, it's my favorite quote, a dream without a plan is just a wish. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you're like, ah, do I really need a five-year plan? You, you need a plan. Mm -hmm. Whether it's two years, three years, five years, it's about thinking into the future and then making the steps to get to that future via a plan. A five-year plan is just, you know, it's a concept that allows you to look enough into the future so that you can architect some of those bigger maybe dreams or goals you have 
that don't happen overnight. They're not going to happen in three months. They might not happen a year, but if you don't think about that future, you'll never get there. And I'll give you one quick analogy, which, you know, might get brought up again later. When you go to the grocery store, you have a list generally. I mean, I'm sure I've definitely gone to the grocery store without a list. And what happens is I buy a bunch of random things I don't need, or I spend too much money or, you know, whatever it is. I went to the grocery store without a plan, but when you go with a list, you check off the list and you get what you needed done. In fact, you can still add to it, right? You can see something yummy on the shelf and be like, I'm getting that. Right. And that's okay. That's you changing the plan as you go. So a five-year plan is like going to the grocery store. You're creating that list for your life so that as you go by, you can check off the things that you want to try to accomplish and do. But then as you go, change it, augment it, add more things, pick off that thing off the shelf. And so it's look into your future, think about it, create a plan around those thoughts, follow your course, and then correct over time. Yeah. So I think one of the, I mean, obviously the first step of planning is understanding where you want to go, right? Understanding what you exactly want. And I think people struggle with that. Like they struggle with understanding, you know, and I always like to say you you can't go where you, where you need to go without knowing, well, you know, you need to have that compass, right? You have to know where you want to go. And then that, that, then, you know, the roads that you need to take to get to that place. Right. Same analogy as, as you brought up, um, how do, what is that? What is that first step? How do you, how do you conclude that first step of what you, what you want in life or what your big goals are in life? Absolutely. You know, I, I, so there in my book, which we haven't talked about yet, but I I am chatting with you all today because I am author of conquer your summit how to build a five-year plan and live your best life. And in my book, I talk about all these things. I talk about this five-year plan we just mentioned, and I talk about how you get to the point of charting your course. The first step in the, I mean, it is the first chapter of my book is about finding your why, your life purpose statements. I can't you know, magically create purpose for you, of course, just like I can't magically determine, you know, what your dreams or your goals are in life. But I have a method that I believe will help most people out there to find what they're looking for, right? To to, to get out of that spiral that is, what am I doing with my life? And I, I'm just worried about today and, you know, tomorrow, this week, I can't possibly think that far in advance. So, what I recommend to people, of course, in my book, I go through very, you know, step-by-step approaches to make this easy, but you do a mind map. We have such incredible minds that we don't leverage enough. We don't give enough time to our minds to actually open up. And I know that's hard. It means you got to spend five minutes away from, you know, the kids away from work or, you know, quiet in a corner, but you create a mind map. Grab a piece of paper and a pen and put your question in the center. And maybe the question is, you know, what are my goals? What, what do I want out of life? What do I want for my family? What do I want for my career? What, what do I want financially? 
and you start thinking about these things and you let yourself open your mind. You set a timer for five minutes. You put that center prompt, one of those questions I just said, and you give yourself five minutes to think of any idea you can. It could be anything, no matter if you think it's possible or not. If it's something that drives you or something you've ever dreamed of or thought of, you write it down on paper because you never know. You you, you may be able to actually get there and, and accomplish those items. You just got to open your mind to start out with and let flow any ideas that you, you know, either ever had or that come to mind. Mm-hmm. As long as you put a center topic to kind of focus your mind's energy, which is what you would do in a mind map, right. you'd spend the time growing. Right. I think when, when I, when I talk to people about planning, they, they kind of, their mind always kind of gears toward just their career, but planning is more than that right it's not it's not just about your career we're talking every aspect of life right exactly exactly in fact you know i find there's a lot of you know books or self help or you know courses out there that are aligned around how to get to where you want to go in your career how to you know if you're in the corporate world how to climb the ladder or if you're you know in gig economy how, yeah. how to you know diversify your your gigs and get to you know certain heights career centered well my book is holistic with respect that i think in order to have a fulfilling life you need to center yourself around four areas of success and that's personal growth financial freedom career success and community impact. These four pieces, these pillars of success, when combined, will give you a more fulfilling, centered life. Because you took the time first to say, hmm, what are my dreams and goals and thoughts around personal growth? That that's traveling, education, you know, fitness. You know, anything you can think of that's more of a, a a you as a person type goal. Because even though your family and friends and people, they're all very important. We we can't, you know, do anything without our community, but you are you and you're the only person that's you. You have your own thoughts that no one else can think, you know. So you have to make sure you spend time. Most of us don't spend enough time to just actually focus on ourselves and not in like a selfish way. But feed your personal growth. What are the goals you have for you? Then, next piece, financial. The reality is the world revolves around money. <laughs> and that's probably not changing anytime soon. So you need to make sure you have a plan around your financial stability, security, growth into potential financial freedom. Finances come from your job, your career whatever that might be, whether it's a nine to five or gigs, or you're an artist, whatever you do in exchange for money is your career. And you need to center yourself around goals and development in your career. Then lastly, you have to close this circle with your community. That's your family, your friends, and your external community members. Maybe it's coworkers, maybe it's your church organizations, volunteer organizations, Whatever you fill yourself, the people you surround yourself is your community. And that's the one that people always forget about the most. You got to actually make goals Mm -hmm. and dreams around people, whether it's planning a family or 
planning a family reunion or just planning to meet up with your friends that you haven't seen in a while. Those are all things that create time or take time to create plans. So my method is not just career, right? It's these four pillars that bring you together to create a more holistic, fulfilling life plan. So from personal experience, um, when I start trying to plan for my future, I tend to get a little overwhelmed. It becomes a big mountain to climb. And then we get frustrated to a point where we don't know how we're going to accomplish these things. It's like we feel overwhelmed or a sense of, you know, failure accompanies it because let's face it, we're all in a like want now environment, right? Like you get your groceries, you want your groceries now, you get them now. You want everything get now, digital, download, boom, boom, boom. We want everything now. And it's, 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 we're getting programmed to have less patience and uh, we get, I mean, we get frustrated when we don't accomplish things in our expected timeline. Um, how do we conquer that? That's a great question. And you're, you're a hundred percent right. We are in the society of now <laughs> social media, internet at our fingertips for everything that we want and need. So now is a relative point. If I had a goal that I knew, so let's take, if I was either, you know, like a power lifter or someone who was trying to run a marathon, I'm I okay, I could not go out and run a marathon right now. <laughs> so right. it would take time to train. be able to do that, to train. That's, that means I can't get now. But what you can get is an understanding of that next piece, right? And and the problem we have is we have a lot of goals that are longer term and we just want that. Now we want, I want to be able to run a marathon because I don't want to do all the training and everything that goes with it. But, uh, you know, or I want to have, I want to become a manager of my group now. Well, you have to just translate that now down and say, well, okay. In three years, I could become a manager. What are the three to five mini steps that would that I need to take to become a manager? Or I want to have a child. What are what are the three to five mini steps that I want to take in my life to prepare to bring a you know a child into into this world? And you and you take those mini steps, and that's what you break up into the years. So. Right. And I'm trying to use a big five-year goal as an example, but so for this example, we have got a big five-year goal that we can't have now. But what we do is we say, what are steps we take to get to that? And now we've cinched in the now to, oh, first step, I need to, you know, oversimplify that. I need to yeah. sign up to, to go to the gym. Right. <laughs> That's the first step. I'm never going to go run the marathon or become a power lifter unless I actually sign up to go, you know, go to the gym. And so now that you've created the goal, the goal is not become, you know, the weightlifting champion of the world. The goal is now I need to go sign up for the gym. Yeah. And you actually bring those steps in and you look at only the, you know, what is the three month outlook? 
Cause you're going to do a five-year plan. You're going to do a two-year action plan. You're going to do quarterly goals as part of my method in the book. It sounds more than it is. Don't worry. Don't worry. Got to try yeah. it. Um, but you bring that now to the now and you say, what are the activities I could be doing today that would give me the feeling of accomplishment? Because I know that I did the work that makes those steps line up so that I get to success. So I climb that mountain so that I summit and conquer, you know, that success item and, and live right. my dream. So uh, what do you say, you know, using your example as a marathon, right? Um, I might say, okay, I have a three-year goal. I want to run a marathon. Currently, I, I, I can't even run a mile, right? So first step you said was sign up for the gym. Then you have to actually show up, right? You have to show up to the gym. You have to do the work, right? What happens when we like hit a roadblock and we stop, right? Is it, is it simply that we just don't want it bad enough? Is, is that what it is that, Hey, you just, you know, you don't want, you don't want to run a marathon because if you do, you show up. Um, or is it that you just don't want to put in the work? Um, sure. So two things, one is the, the, the power of visualization and motivation. So I'll talk about that. And the other thing is course correction, right? So when, so we'll start with course correction. When you have a five-year plan or a three-year goal, like you just said for the marathon, you have that today and you're going to create the plan that you need to get there. But in, in my method, we do quarterly check-ins every three months. You're going to just open up your plan that you wrote out and you're going to look at it. Is it still what you want? Do you need to make course corrections? I think we all need to start, you know, understanding that it's okay to change. It's okay to, you know, do something different when your life. And it's, it's so important. That's why you got to look at the data. It's why you got to look at it every three months and say, mm. is this still the course I want to go on? So that's where I would, I would course correct. I would say, who, Hmm, this is not where I want to go. Right. Who holds, who holds us accountable for these things, these milestones? <laughs> ah, yes. I mean, the truth is, you at the end are, you know, you do okay. have to hold yourself accountable, but uh, I believe in accountability partners and throughout the process of the method, which I call the summit method, going with conquer your summit, you know, I ask you to have that accountability partner, someone that you actually have shown your five-year plan to, or shown your quarterly goals to that allows you to feel like somebody else saw this. It's not just me hiding yeah. in my mind. We all hide in our minds, right? Uh, yeah. It's very easy to do. So you have to have someone, you know, who's going to be your accountability partner. But the the second piece that I mentioned, uh, you know, a few sentences earlier, that motivation, that visual motivation piece, that actually comes in as a piece of that accountability. When you're in your head, you can hide. <laughs> But when something is up on the wall, it's a little bit harder to hide away from it. So I, I teach at the end of the method. So it kind of starts with building mental tools is phase one. Phase two is actual planning techniques that you need to do. And the third phase is execution habits. In my book section on execution habits, we talk about how you need to write out your goals. So, you know, we talked about like every three months, every quarter, you're going to have a three to five main, you know, goals or, or items that you're working on. You're going to put them up on your nightstand 
the door as you leave your room, maybe on the mirror of your bathroom, wherever you're going to see them every day. So you're reminded mm-hmm. that that's what you're working towards. You you know, otherwise you wake up and it's like six months later and you're like, oh man, I I, I, I was supposed to work on that goal. I was supposed to- <laughs> Make progress, <laughs> that but thing. I didn't, yeah. Exactly. You can't hide from the fact that you're not making progress. And as as you keep checking in every quarter, you start seeing the data. And the data doesn't lie, right? Data is so important. We got to look at that and say, hmm, I have consecutively over the last nine months, based on my tracking, not stayed on track with my training for the marathon. And why is that? Right? And you would then sit down and say, what I would do, because you asked me what I would do. I would sit down and I would go through a mind mapping exercise and ask myself, why? Why am I not focusing on this? Why am I letting myself, you know, escape this goal or escape my training? Then I would take those root cause items and start figuring out how to fix them. Yeah. I love all that. And, you know, my experience as an entrepreneur for the last 20 years, what I've learned the most is that every aspect of your business just like your goals need checks and balances, right? Like when I was running a business of, you know, over 70 people, everybody had their checks in place for what they needed to do, including myself, right? Like I, somebody had to hold me accountable for what I needed to do. Uh, another aspect of of business that was important that's very similar in, that we're talking about in goals is reporting, like having the correct information, right? And have a clear identified goal in mind and a vision for what the future should hold. And we're all working towards the the proper vision and reminding everybody and everybody that's involved as a team, um, how we can all work together to to achieve those goals. So it's really directly related to, to five-year plans, whether it's, it's career oriented or relationship oriented or every, any aspect of your life. Um, it's it's very important to do those visual exercises to know hey what's what's going to help me lead what's going to lead me to to being happy right to live my to live to live my best life and it's it's to work towards these these achieving these goals um so you know i think that that puts a lot of things in perspective for me and i i appreciate everything that we've talked about today uh so conquer your summit you've talked a lot about your book uh tell us a little bit more you get tell about it about it and why you decided to write a book Sure. Absolutely. So yes, my book, Conquer Your Summit, How to Build a Five-Year Plan and Live Your Best Life is all about taking this holistic approach called the Summit Method and help you figure out how to take your personal growth, financial freedom, career success, community impact, develop a bunch of dreams or goals around those four pillars and chart them out over five years. Then take that down and say, okay, what are the details of a two-year action plan? Because you can't plan five years in detail, right? You're going to go crazy. You're going to quit halfway through and you're never going to get to the end of even you know getting a plan yeah. together. So just high level first, what's your current state? What's that future look like? What are the steps in between? Then two-year action plan, more details. You're looking at the months now and saying, how might this need to work for the next two years? Why two years? Well, one year's just not quite enough for you to have a little bit more insight for some of those bigger Mm. goals that you might be working towards. But then 
you're still going to get lost if you're only looking, you know, at two years, that's too much time, you know, that, that for us to procrastinate <laughs> and yeah. uh, not, not get where we want to go. And so then you go into quarterly, quarterly goals. And my book then focuses on saying every quarter, you're going to do a summit event, hmm. which is where you basically have, you know, the first time, hopefully it's a retreat where you've kind of set up a fun space and you, you know, separated yourself from your day to day, or you actually go somewhere, go on a little mini vacation. This is for you. This is for you to plan your life. And it's incredibly important, <laughs> you know, to keep us all on the right track because it's what's going to fulfill you and actually bring you joy in life that you are, you know, going in a direction you want to go. So my book goes over this summit event how to do that, what agenda might look like, and how you basically create these plans during that summit event and, you know, create this plan for a best life. And that, I think the book is fun because I'm, it's not one of those, you know, very intensive business books. Those are, those are great. They have their place. My book is supposed to be a little bit more down to earth, more for, you know, everyday people who are looking to change their life in some direction. And I try to create imagery of climbing an actual mountain. That's why it's kind of called Conquer Your Summit. You're going to see how you're going to be packing your backpack and climbing up to these mountains of success to conquer each goal and have a little bit of imagery along the way. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we're all we're all battling something in our lives, right? We're all trying to conquer something and, and at times you know climbing the mountain whatever our goals are are we make them more difficult than they need to be and sometimes if we just take one day at a time and progress to a better life then all of that compounds like compound interest and it becomes some a huge remarkable feat yes <laughs> so, i mean there's probably not too many people of us out there that are actual mountaineers. You know, there's a reason why right. only some people are up there with ice picks, like climbing mountains, yes. right? It's yeah. a tough yes. task, uh, but you got to train and plan and then do yeah. all of those things in, to get there, just like in yeah. any of the goals you want in life. <laughs> yeah, and you have, to, you have to be kind of strong enough and have that strong will to conquer your obstacles because, you know, that's that's what happens. It's if, if everything was easy, then, you know, everybody would do it. Like if, if your goals were easy, then everybody would be goals they wouldn't be goals right, wouldn't be goals, you know? right? yeah <laughs> they're 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 challenges and that's that's the way life is and we have to kind of grasp that and we have to grasp our abilities and we have the ability to conquer anything we set our mind to so i appreciate uh that conversation with you and i i look forward to reading your book uh so we're down to our last three questions um what is one thing you want to teach the world that is that's not related to our topic today it could be any about anything <laughs> Absolutely. What I want to teach the world is, you know, I, I think the power of mindset is really important and it's about choosing to practice thinking differently. And, you know, it's, it's really easy sometimes to get into like negative spirals when even if things aren't bad, I mean, how many times do you just answer negative? Like, oh, how's your day? You know, sometimes people are like, yeah, it's okay. Right. Well, 
why don't you change that? Why don't you say, you know what? It's, it's not the best day, but I am trying to figure out how to make it better. And I know that sounds silly, but it's, it's practicing changing the way you speak to have a more positive mindset is what actually is going to unlock your life for better things. And it's so hard to do. It's so easy to be negative, (laughs) but I, I challenge people to try to just change your wording, change the way you think and practice flipping, you know, bad thoughts into good thoughts. Yeah. It it doesn't change the world, but it, it will over time open up doors for you because People want to be with people who have that, you know, drive and openness to want to be more. Yeah, it's, be mag- more. <laughs> it's magnetic. And it, you attra- when you're positive, you attract positive people ah, and, yes. <laughs> and positive things in your life. So, you know, I, I fully subscribe to that mentality. And, you know, it's, I've learned a lot through doing this podcast. And a lot of it is is having that, you know, positivity and like, manifestation and all those things are so important and looking, you know, the, having the right perspective. So I'm fully on board with, with you on that. Um, I know that uh, uh, your, I'm sure your book is going to be inspirational to a lot of people, but was there a book that uh, you read that was maybe inspirational to you? Sure. Uh, the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, which I'm sure many people put on their list <laughs> as inspirational. It, it really did changed my life because I wrote this I wrote my book because of the miracle morning it it kind of evolved it I never thought I was going to become an author I never thought I was going to be doing you know what I'm doing right now but I read that book and it you know the miracle morning and it changed the way I thought about my everyday life and how I could start you know optimizing my my health my time my energy my relationships and living a better life yeah i love that uh, i haven't read it but i look forward to reading it now <laughs> <laughs> um and my last question for the day uh how can people follow you absolutely all right so from the social media standpoint uh you can follow me on instagram and tiktok on alakai Simone books. So at Alakai Simone books, but if you're interested in following along on learning more about courses, free lessons, audiobooks, and other things that are coming out, you're definitely want to going to go subscribe and join my, my team, which you can do by going to my website, which is www.conqueryoursummit.com, but forward slash resources is what's going to get you a free workbook template and you know some items that you would get with the book so right. if you do that you'll join the team you'll get all the updates and be able to learn more jump in and get connected and where do we buy your book haha where can we buy the book definitely on amazon so we've got i have an ebook paperback hardback on amazon the audiobook is coming soon here in the beginning of 2024 but also for those of you who do not uh, use Amazon or maybe don't like to use Amazon, it is on Barnes and Noble and you know other places like that where you find your books. I'm uh, I'm an Audible person, so I'll be the first in line yes. to, to to grab that <laughs> in 2024. 
Alakai, thank you so much for your talk today. I had so much fun. I'm uh, I'm going to get working on my five-year plan right after this. Awesome. Great to hear. Thanks so take, much. Take care.